Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're telling the story of Taffy Holden. Thanks for listening. Hey, Mariah. Hey, Casey. What a mess. <laughs> what a, we're good. We're getting what there. What a fun mess, but this this little endeavor is. Uh, so uh, today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about okay. um, some military stuff, right? Something, there's this uh, world of aviation stories from militaries around the world. So we're going to talk about one of those stories. And okay. it's about, uh, we're going to go back to July 22nd, 1966. Right. Smoking on planes. We're going. Yep. Smoking on all the planes. Smoking everywhere. 1966. <laughs> yeah, literally everywhere. Okay, so Mariah, remember the Cold War? Like it was yesterday. Like it was yesterday. World War II. Remember World War II? Uh, yeah. If you go to back, like talking about causes, then you end up in like 16th century Italy or whatever, exactly. but, but um, for those who may not recall, so there was World War II, right? And then after World War II, um, America and the Soviet Union both thought about blowing each other up for 50, 60 years, and then they yeah. decided conclusively not to blow each other up. And... Here we are. But uh, so during so there's uh, during the Cold War. Right. So as soon as World War Two ended, um, the Russia and the U.S. particularly uh, like started to like build up their uh, armies. Right. Like they did an unbelievable amount of work trying to like improve their uh, military capabilities in case they ever wanted to blow each other up, right? In case they decided to. Um, but I, I realized, like, David particularly, I feel embarrassed to admit this to you, but, like, anybody who lives in the yeah. UK, I always feel embarrassed when I realize that in some way I have forgotten that America's not the only country. But, like, <laughs> so other countries also built up their militaries during the Cold War, yeah, of course. I'm. Yeah, I mean that's that's like the American curse, though, right? Is like we are conditioned from a very young age to think only about our country. I think. Yeah, and so it's very contrary. So, so right. So obviously, our allies and the Soviet Union's allies were also doing things like that, also building up their militaries, like also, and so one of the countries that's our ally who's significantly closer to Russia and maybe could be a little little worried about getting blown up or blowing other people up, and who actually did get blown up all the time during World War II, is the UK, right? So Mm. Great Britain is uh, also part of the Cold War and also building up their military. Now, uh, the UK, so the Royal Air Force, the RAF, right? Obviously, um, very, very famous, super interesting um, uh, body of, how do I say this even? Like like the RAF is very famous for good reason, right? The UK um, was 
bombed so brutally during World War II and the British poured so, so, so much into their air force in order to combat the bombings and because they're right there. So they close to Germany, close to where the fighting is happening. And so they really have like an amazing air force, frankly. Uh, so during the Cold War, they're like, let's make it more amazing in case Russia tries to blow us up. And uh, they came out with some really cool planes. Like, we don't talk a lot about planes. Like, we're not plane geeks per se, right? Um, yeah. Like, if you, there's tons of content out there if you're like a full blown plane geek. And there are really good stories about the planes we're going to talk about today. Um, but we're here for the story. So, uh, the plane that we're going to, that's involved in the story today is the Lightning, right? So I don't know if you've ever, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen a plane like this or if you saw if it would look familiar at all. The long and short of it is that the, the electric lightning is this unbelievably fast, agile plane. It is an un, it's like a crazy fast fighter jet, right? So it's a little plane, like for, you know, one, one Air Forceman uh, to to fly and blow stuff up or do you know whatever they're doing. So, but it has two engines in the back stacked on top of each other, oh. and both of those engines are like capable of making the plane go supersonic, right? which means that there's two of them so the plane can go literally twice the sound of the speed of sound, twice the speed of sound. So it can, this plane can shoot up to Mach 2.27 or something just right. Like unbelievably fast. Right. And, and it, because it's so fast and because of the configuration, like just how it's designed, it can, we talk all the time about like our beautiful commercial planes that we love so much, right? Have to like, it's effortful for them to uh, do things like take off, right? Where you are going up and trying to go faster, trying to go up and faster at the same time is tricky. Uh, the uh, electric lightning can go, it's not an electric car, by the way. We now, nowadays, like nothing right, about right. this is electric. It's written on, <laughs> written on fossil fuels, baby. But, right. but, but it can, uh, like it can hit, uh, like Mach 2.27 or whatever in level flight and it can ascend straight up it, like a space shuttle. Right. And yeah, it's insanely, insanely fast. Um, It does this. It has what's called an afterburner, which I guess the Brits call reheat. Um, And the the short version of what afterburner or reheat means is it's when additional fuel gets poured into the combustion engine. Right. It gets more fuel gets poured into that and it creates like much, much, much more power for short periods of time, right? Um, there's a way more technical, it, it's really an interesting, again, like we're always here to celebrate engineers. There's like a much more, if that's interesting to you, then you probably already know what it means. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. the long and short of it is, this is like the opposite of an electric 
car or whatever, it uses a ton of fuel, but it uses that fuel in a way that allows it to like literally shoot off like a bullet. So, yeah. So the idea being if it today's the day the USSR is going to bomb London or whatever, the idea is that they might not know that until like a couple minutes before it's happening, which is a real authentic fear for British people in 1966 to have. Right. Because that really did happen all the time in the UK. Mm -hmm. Like you would hear an alarm because somebody spotted planes coming to blow you up in your home yeah fucking nazis coming to kill you right seriously and then you had just a few minutes to respond to it as a civilian but as a member of the service right you had just a few minutes to respond to so that's the idea here behind um a plane that can basically like shoot out like a bullet and just like be in the air fighting nazis like as soon as possible right so right all of this to say the um uh, this is the plane we're talking about right this is what a plane right what a sweet we're here for what a sweet baby plane doing so much for the people so (laughs) (laughs) so that is a cool plane we do love we love a cool plane um and so but as all of us know if uh like you're the you have a really cool really amazing high-tech plane so what's it gonna do is gonna break all the time right like it's gonna just have dumb problems it's not like you know a little biplane or whatever that like you know it's very simple or any my our 94 corolla like you know what's wrong right (laughs) but yeah right but this is a complex piece of machinery right um so they would often have like particularly problems with like the electrical systems which checks out right all of that stuff is is that's new technology right it's 1966 baby like so uh there was one plane one particularly annoying plane right and the plane's name is xm-135 so it doesn't have a cool sweet name unfortunately it's just xm-135 and XM-135, like, all their planes would come in, and you'd fix them, and they'd go back out. Nice, efficient, straightforward, right? Uh, But XM-135 is giving our boys grief. It has a thing where there's an interruption in the power supply to the electrical systems just during the takeoff roll. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no, indeed. Right. But then once the plane's up in the air, it acts like nothing's wrong. When it's sitting there still on the ground, it acts like nothing wrong. But then just during the takeoff roll, there's an interruption in the power supply. So that's that's not okay. And they like looked at everything. They're trying to figure out what's wrong. They can't figure it out. So they send it to uh, a an RAF. I keep wanting to say Air Force. So a Royal Air Force <laughs> base in uh, Linnehamn. So shout out to RAF Linaham. It's probably pronounced Linahima or something. I'm probably just wrong, right? But Linaham. Probably. That sounds nice. <laughs> Linaham sounds good. So yeah. So the uh the commander engineer, right? So the the engineers who are working here are 
uh, Royal Air Force men, right? Like they're people who, um, it's 1966, so a lot of them are career military who fought in World War II, right? And their commanding officer is our boy, Taffy Holden. Yes, Taffy. Taffy! Taffy Holden. His real name is Walter, but we are never going to refer to him as that. So Taffy. Not one time. Not one time. Just information in case you need it. (laughs) So (laughs) our boy Taffy is an engineer, and we love engineers on this show. We celebrate engineers. We we love them to death. Taffy is a a career RAF boy. He is uh, 40 years old, so he's a grown man. (laughs) He joined uh, the... Uh, the Royal Air Force in 1943 and had, uh, but to be an engineer. So he joined the Air Force during World War II to to be an engineer, not to be a soldier or whatever the right word would be for a Air Forceman, but to, because the man is an engineer and he wants to build stuff and fix stuff and Serving his country. Serving his country. During World War II, hell yeah, serving his country. Hell yeah, yeah. Oh, Taffy. So, yeah. So, our boy Taffy, uh, again, so he he signed up in 1943. Now it's 1966. He's, he's 40 years old. He's a nice, nice adult career guy who is in charge of this place, kind of. He's one of the, one of the, one of the people in charge here, right? So, uh, he's been trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with XM-135 along with everybody else. And they've been like looking at every little thing. They've been taking it apart, putting it back together, whatever they're doing. I don't know what engineering is, but they've been trying to figure out what is wrong with this plane. And they can't figure it out, but it keeps doing it, right? So they can't figure out why. And they, everything they replace, everything they look at, everything they try, it doesn't work. But the plane keeps doing it. And it also, once it's in the air, the power supply interruption ends. So it's really weird. It's really confusing. They can't figure out what to do with it, right? So, uh, and no one's been able to figure out what's wrong with it, right? But it does fly. I don't know. So they're trying to figure it out. And um, by the time that... So they've been, they've had a bunch of other lightnings. They've had other aircraft. They're actually talking about shutting down this uh, Air Force base. So they've, they're literally trying to like close out all of their aircraft, right? They're trying to get everything fixed back to where it's going to go. And then they're going to um, like cease operations at this base, right? And like one of the only planes they have left is 135 right it's like the last plane right and they just want to figure out what's wrong with that okay so what taffy says is okay so what we're gonna do is we need to like troubleshoot by like seeing what's going on in the plane as it's in the takeoff role like we need somebody to come we need a pilot to come because they need like a special pilot obviously because it's a friggin cannon right so they need some a special pilot to come out and uh, like do the takeoff roll so they can see what's happening during that. Does that make sense? Like they need to watch it happen. Yeah. So they uh, ask their higher ups or whatever, you know, can you send us a uh, lightning pilot? And they said, nope, (laughs) can't. Oh no. Can't, can't do it. And they said like, eventually they're going to be able to, but at the same time they say, oh, yeah, sorry, we can't send you a pilot yet. They're also like, but when are you going to get it done? Like, hey, like, hurry up. When are you going to get it Right, exactly. 
Don't even get me started. Bureaucracy. <laughs> so <laughs> bullshit. Uh, so they say. So Taffy's like, "Can you send me the pilot so that we can we can do it?" And they say, "No. I mean, later, eventually, we'll send you a pilot. But can't you just do it without the pilot? Like, can you hurry up and just figure it out?" So this is making Taffy a little. Whatever you're feeling now more just because it's him, right? Like the the way the way that I feel hearing this story where like just the the middle management hell of like not having what you need to do your job but getting in trouble because it's not done. Yeah. The worst. The worst. The, the worst. Ugh. So Taffy is just trying to figure out what to do, right? They're like eventually going to send him a pilot, but they're still getting on his back that it's not done yet. And uh, Taffy's like trying to like talk to people if they have any other ideas or like, what are we going to do? And somebody is like, Taffy, aren't you a pilot? And Taffy's like, um, well, <laughs> so when Taffy joined the military, the Air Force in World War II in 1943, 23 years ago. They did send him through pilot school technically. So when he was a fresh-faced kiddo who just wanted to be an engineer for his country, they did let him do flight school with World War II training planes, friggin' chipmunks biplanes right like so yeah and he like is with literal space rockets exactly but like i don't know this i didn't read this i didn't hear this but i have to say that from my experience being around people who like planes and are the kind of person who might for example become an engineer in the air force like Maybe that would sound kind of like, oh, yeah, like right, I am right. a pilot, like right. damn right. Nobody's mentioned that in years. I am a pilot. <laughs> and this is like a cool plane. Right. And we're not like taking off. We're just we're just rolling. That's all we're doing. And I'm like kind of the boss here. Like I'm the middle management guy. Like I'm I'm, you know. And so he like kind of thought about it and they were like, yeah, I mean, it's not it doesn't. Yeah. okay, let's do it. Like (laughs) so they decide, okay, we're going to do it. And and uh, now Taffy does not does not know how to fly this plane. Right. That goes without saying he doesn't know how to do anything with this plane. Right. But he wants to get it done because they're on his back. And it's kind of cool to like get to like sit in it. I would be excited to sit in it at a friggin' museum or whatever. Right. Like it's cool. It's a cool plane. Right. So uh, they they decide to go for it. So. uh So Taffy's been waiting for this his oh, whole life. God bless Taffy. We love Taffy. So the plan is, right, they're going to um, put the plane in takeoff mode, right? So Taffy's going to sit in the plane, put it in takeoff mode with his foot on the brake, right? Then let it roll for just 50 yards, right? 50 meters, whatever. And then he's just going to stop. Right. And they're going to because that's the part, the very beginning of the takeoff roll is where there's the power interruption. And he's the guy who's trying to fix it. So this is ideal, really. Right. right? He's the one doing it. He can see if there's anything that he notices. Perfect. Right. So that's the plan. He's going to sit down. He's going to put his foot on the brake, put his foot on like or, and, and 
Uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> this is uh, this is the other thing that maybe our boy Taffy had to learn right now in this moment. Right, is the way that the throttles work are you in order to simulate takeoff, right? Which is what they're trying to do. Uh, he's going to push the throttle forward to 90%, right? Okay. So push it forward, to put his foot on the brake, push it forward to 90%, pull his foot off the brake, just zoom for like a second or two, and then put his foot back on the brake and slow the plane back down, right? So that's the plan, right? Now, uh, the tech who's getting him fitted in and showing him stuff, right, is like, okay, yeah, so 90% foot on the brake, right, you get it. Uh, If you, he says, in order to go into reheat, so in order to activate the afterburner, in order to turn this into a rocket, you just push it forward to 100%, right? Uh, And if you do push it forward to 100%, it actually locks in, it locks in 100%, right? It locks. And I guess that's in order to keep people from uh, like getting basically jolted back and accidentally pulling it back when they need to not, when they need it. Oh my okay. God. So, because it's like being shot out of a gun, right? So, right. Uh, and if, so it locks into place and in order to get it out of reheat, you have to, there's like a literal key that's like back here. Like, see Taffy, this is the key back here. Uh, you have Oof. to unlock it using that. And he says, but you're not going to need to know that. Like, right. right. Now Taffy, Taffy is a good man. Taffy is taking notes. Taffy is is an engineer man (laughs) and so he's been taking notes he's asking questions he's doing this right he's and i mean he's also excited right like this is a different part of like his world right like it's the other side i mean he's in there fixing planes all the time like this is cool right so he's learning whatever he can now this plane is not going to leave the ground right this plane is never is not taking off right now it's just a test we're just gonna go you know stay on the runway so they uh and and they're already like repairing it right so uh they don't put a canopy on right so it's just like open it's like an open air like the cockpit is just open right no canopy Mm. uh taffy doesn't have a helmet because what is he in a helmet for uh he doesn't have the radio installed in there right and so because it was a little taken apart to fix right so since there's no radio they have a friggin guy in a range rover who has a radio right next to taffy and the plane and he's just gonna give him like a thumbs up when air traffic control says it's okay for them to roll right so this is our setup, right? So Taffy is learning what he needs to know right now on the ground, right? It sounds very 1960. Oh, so 1960. But also, <laughs> so like anybody who's ever worked somewhere that was going out of business, like no one can tell me that yeah. part of this isn't the fact that they're like closing the base down. Like if you work, oh, right. oh my gosh, if you work at like a friggin' JC Penny, like or a Sears, like like right. it's a free for all, right? So yes, so. They just want to fix the plane. That's all. It's all about fixing the plane, of course, officer. But the (laughs) so Taffy gets into the seat. He straps in. It's just a test. There's no no nothing. He's looking at the dude in the Range Rover who's talking to air traffic control. Right. And uh, gets the thumbs up. So he holds down the brakes, pushes the throttle forward. Releases, 
and pew, right? Oh, 50, and then slams on the brake, right? Goes about 50 yards, slams on the brake. Doesn't, I assume he slams, whatever. Doesn't matter. He, yeah. he <laughs> comes to a stop. Like, oh, okay. Not so bad, right? Easy. Success. Success, Success right? Uh, hasn't, didn't learn the thing yet. We're just getting used to it, right? We're going to, we're still figuring it out. We're troubleshooting. Okay. So uh, he uh, looks at the guy in the Range Rover and the guy in the Range Rover gives him a little thumbs up. And he does the same thing again. Foot on the brake, push the throttle forward, foot off the brake, pew, right? Just like forward a little bit, sits on the brakes, we're back. Oh, okay. So everybody is like, this is dope. Our boss is doing this. You know, he's he's a great guy, whatever. And uh, air traffic control <laughs> is like looking out, right? They got them at the furthest uh, runway, right? So they're nice and out of the way. Uh, but not that out of the way. Right. And so we still actually do have to kind of use this runway guys. Like it seems like things are clear. So people got to get where they're going on this tarmac. So, uh, the air traffic control sees that they're like doing fine. So he, uh, gives permission for them to run the third test. But while he's at it way down at the other end of the runway, people have to cross the runway. Right. And they're way far away. And so he gives, uh, a fuel truck, permission to cross the runway that Taffy's on. And he gives a plane permission to take off, partially rolling across that runway, right? So he's taking off on a different runway, but crossing the runway Taffy's on, right? Right. Okay, so everything's moving, right? We're not shutting down for this test, right? We got stuff to do. So air traffic control calls the guy in the Range Rover and says like, hey, all right, go for it. Uh, Guy in the Range Rover gives a little thumbs up. Taffy, foot on the brake, pushes the throttles forward, pushes the throttles into reheat, and fucking takes off like a bullet. No. It locks in. He is going at literally hundreds of miles an hour instantly, and it's locked. He tries to pull it back. It doesn't pull back. He sees the fuel truck crossing the runway, sees the fuel truck, can't steer because he's literally a bullet, can't steer, right? right? So uh, he can't do anything about it, runs right at the fuel truck. The fuel truck misses him by like inches. (gasps) He goes, oh, phew, didn't hit the fuel truck. Sees the plane taking off across his runway. Can't do anything about it. Is just sitting there. The plane takes off and he, as far as you know, doesn't hit it, right? Keeps going, boom, right? So he just literally in literal seconds has missed two different two different vehicles right and he's still going down the runway extremely fast the thing is locked in reheat right now it's locked in he's going forward now obviously of course the runway that they had him on in the direction they aimed him in puts him directly on course to go off the runway and into a neighborhood like a full-blown just a neighborhood so taffy just like barely missed these two different vehicles Vehicles. He's looking at a bunch of people's houses and he pulls back and takes off. Oh my gosh. Taffy. Taffy. Taffy takes off straight up into the air. Jeez. Just pew, straight up. There is no canopy, no helmet, no radio. Oh my gosh. Taffy. He's all alone. He's totally alone. 
And he's flying, which wasn't what he thought he was going to be doing today. So right. Taffy uh, composes himself as much as he can, and he he unlocks the afterburner. So now, instead of being an actual rocket, it's just an extremely fast jet, right? So he pulls it Jeez. out of that. And uh, Taffy learned how to fly on little biplanes in 1943, yeah. right? Right. So Taffy uh, realizes that he is going to like rocket so far away that he's going to like be lost, right? He's going to be lost. Oh my gosh. So right. he realizes that he has to like, oh my gosh, like orient himself, like look down because it's not like he has anything else. Right. He can't talk to anybody or help, get any help, right? He looks down and figures out like, okay, there's the runway. He can still see like the Air Force Base. So he starts to like gently turn back toward the Air Force Base. Taffy is alone, alone, alone. Jeez. He just has to figure out how to get the plane back on the ground. So he starts to circle over the runway, trying to like orient himself to this plane, right? Trying to figure out like the throttles, trying to, he's never, ever, ever flown on anything that's this fast, even without the afterburner, right? He's still, it's, it's extremely fast. As all of our listeners know, you have to slow down for landing, right? And landing is hard, right? Because you have to, like, get it just right. Uh, uh. Now, the he circles around, and he tries to drop down for a landing. He can't ask them if it's okay to land. He just has to trust them right. that they're going to keep everything off the off the runway, right? While he's circling around, he like looks for the plane that crossed the runway in front of him and doesn't see it anywhere. So he's like, wow, I really hope I'm not going to run into that plane while I'm up here, right? Uh, But he just, whatever, got to get the plane on the ground, right? So he circles over, tries to land uh, way too fast, like like just way too fast, goes like rejects the takeoff or rejects the landing and and takes back off right comes back around he's like okay i'm gonna get nice and low i'm gonna get low for this one right uh gets gets too low it turns out turns out the runway is on a little bit of a hill and so he gets too low so he's actually below the level of the runway and has to like take off again basically has to like lift off again so that he doesn't crash like into the runway right okay so third time was the charm for taffy taking off so we're gonna believe that third time's a charm for landing right that's we're gonna we're gonna have faith with taffy okay so taffy comes around and he does he just he lines it up as best he can gets a speed as close to whatever as he possibly can and he lines up and touches the back wheels down um which i'm going to tell you right now if it had been a chipmunk if it had been a beautiful little world war ii biplane it probably would have been a perfect landing oh no it unfortunately it's not uh so the way that those little biplanes if you've ever seen them land right they kind of land with the nose like pretty high right all planes have the nose Mm -hmm. up a little bit um but the shape of the uh lightning is such that when he landed the way he'd been taught to land uh he had a tail strike meaning the back of the plane the 
like smacked the runway, right? Oof. So smacked the runway. Okay, but whatever. Taffy's got to worry about that later, right? So planes like this that go super, super fast have parachutes that you can pull, right? To oh, right, You've seen those, yeah. right? So he goes to yeah. pull the parachute. Nothing happens. Little does he know that when he had that tail strike, it broke the parachute. Oof. So when oh. he pulled the 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 rip cord to drop the parachute it just like pooped out onto the runway and just like was there behind him no. yes can you imagine all of his friends watching that just watching it oh my gosh like, damn it so he damn just it. literally lays on the brake whether it's the right thing to do or not lays on the oh. brake like goes down the entire runway and finally rolls to a stop all the way at the end of the oh. runway Oh, Taffy. Taffy. Every, oh, my God. Everybody descends on Taffy. They take the the airplane to the plane hospital. They take Taffy to the real hospital. The doctors yeah. give him sedatives because, yes, they did. They give yes. him, I don't know what they use. All the sedatives. Whatever they were using. I hope it was good. And they help yes. poor, blessed Taffy. Taffy is 40, man. Like, I just, he's a grown man. Like, he does not, this is, right. I'm not saying, listen, 40 is young, right? 40 is is youthful. You have so much life in you at 40. Yeah. I just feel like 40, like, these are shenanigans, right? This is the shenanigan. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, bless Taffy. So, oh, so they give Taffy sedatives to try to help him. Ooh, feel okay. Right. They come all the way. I down. hope they gave honestly, I hope they gave sedatives to the guy driving the fuel truck too, because that's scary for him. Oh my god. Everybody, gosh, hand right. him out, hand him out. Zanny's all around. Like uh, this is yes. so so anyway. So Taffy is alive, and that is so good. And everyone else is alive, and that is so good, right? Everybody lives. I mean, wasn't perfect, but he fucking landed it. He fucking landed it. So Taffy is pretty sure he's fired, right? Like, pretty sure. Yeah. So Taffy uh, gets called into his boss's office and he goes in and, like, is, like, standing at attention. And uh, his boss says, uh, so, um, based on what happened, would it have been better to wait for a qualified pilot to perform the tests. Oh my God. And Taffy says, yes. <laughs> and his boss says, okay, as long as you understand that, take a seat oh. and I'm going to tell oh. you about the time that I fucked up in Mesopotamia. <laughs> <gasps> Amazing. So Taffy. What a great boss. What a great boss. So Taffy did not get fired, but Taffy had kind of the opposite problem where Taffy was a hero. Taffy was because everybody saw this happen and there were a lot of contractors right. working there because they were closing the Air Force Base. So the contractors aren't keeping secrets. They didn't promise anything to anybody. Right. Everybody right. told this story. And Taffy was like a hero. Like everybody oh loved Taffy. And Taffy was not prepared. Not prepared for this. He saved everyone from himself. He did. <laughs> like... The hero we need. Right. The hero we need. Taffy. If we all just did that a little bit more, the world would oh, be a better place. That's real. Yeah. Saving people from yourself is 
That's real. Yes. Not because you're bad, but because we all make mistakes. No. Because we all, right. we all make mistakes. So Kathy um, was actually so famous and so uncomfortable with how famous he was that they sent him, the Air Force sent him to Italy. Like, go, like, here's your sentence. Wow. Go take a break. And when he got to Italy, people still recognized him. So oh he was God. just super, super, super famous out of nowhere. So uh, Taffy Holden uh, tried, he, he just basically... Uh, like did his best to kind of like decline to engage with the celebrity. Right. So he did exactly one interview and he asked the, like, you know, they pay for interviews obviously. And he asked them to donate the money to like a Royal air force base or like the Royal air force. I don't know, extra money slash fund, whatever it is to people, (laughs) to the people, not to the the base itself, but to the workers or the Air Forcemen or whatever the right word is. So um, and so we donated all the money to them and he just tried to like minimize his engagement with the fame. Uh, and Taffy lived a long, I wish I could say he's still alive. He died in 2016 though. So he oh, lived, Taffy. He, he died at, he lived until he was 90. So he had a long, full life. Yeah. Oh, Taffy. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> I can like, I can picture, I mean, I can't picture exactly what he's feeling, but we've all had that moment where like, we know that we fucked up instantly, but we have to fix it. And like your feelings drop, like your stomach. Yeah. And you can't, you have to just like boom, boom, boom. And the adrenaline kicks in. Yep. I can't even imagine going as fast as he was going while experiencing all of that. Like. Right. Because like. Instantly crash. Like oh. instantly. Oh. Just. Oh. Gosh. I mean, anybody, anybody. Because here's the other thing. All of the people. I, I, for some reason, I keep putting myself in the perspective of the people watching, like the people who like went along yeah. with this and yeah. like the guy giving him this hand signal or whatever. Like, can you imagine? Oh my God. I can't even. Im- or the air traffic controller who told people to go ahead and cross. Right. Can you imagine right. being the air traffic controller and saying like, yeah, guys, go ahead. And then just he like yeah. rockets into the fuel truck and blows up like, oh, my gosh. Like there were yes. other people making poor choices on this day right or or really just oh iffy iffy choices 1966 choices last day on the job right. choices right like bless them bless every one of them and oh my oh, gosh but i just keep thinking about like seeing like being the guy who's like giving the thumbs up or whatever and letting him telling him to go ahead and then like it's fine it's fine and then he literally just explodes off into nowhere right and you oh my gosh right. and like seeing the like the oh oh like both times because it was yeah. literally like three or four seconds on the ground and he almost crashed into a fuel truck they call it a bowser oh which is really fun but i don't feel like i can bowser bowser so he almost tracked oh, a bowser a bowser have you ever heard that word hmm. i've never i it's a video uh, i mean guy. that's the yeah <laughs> Which video game guy? The the evil uh, guy in Mario. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't call it a Bowser because I thought everyone's gonna be imagining Mario. Right. <laughs> but right. but the like almost hitting a fuel truck and another plane, which are kind of like arguably the worst things that you could even hit. Right. Woo! Everybody lived. Everyone lives, and he landed it. Holy and he didn't get cow. fired. Like it's 
They did. So one of the reasons why they didn't fire him was because the way the regulations were written, he wasn't actually breaking a rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's true that he is a pilot. Taffy Holden is a pilot. Right. And, uh, but they changed the rules right afterwards immediately. Yeah. Like, I would you, imagine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but can you imagine like the queen, like someone had to tell the queen about this. Like, can you imagine? Yes. Or like Prince yeah. Philip, like he likes, he likes planes. Somebody, I wonder if they met, I should have looked that up. If, if Taffy met her majesty. Oh my gosh. Highness. I wonder. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine making a, just a mistake. And then you meet the queen. <laughs> right. Exactly. And like not even a mistake, like, like a physical mistake. I feel like there's such a big difference between if you like choose the wrong thing or say the wrong thing, yeah. but just like the physical act of like bumping a throttle forward too far. Right. It almost doesn't even right. feel like I'm, I'm very clumsy. So like the idea that anyone would have like complete control over something like that is like very hard for me to imagine. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, how long do you th- And I would like, if I was in that seat, that would, that's all I would be thinking about is like, okay, do not push it all the way forward. <laughs> right. Do not fucking push it forward. <laughs> like, right. Uh, I did not get word on whether or not they fixed the problem. I think it just got pushed all the way to the back burner, right? Because, like, what? what, Fuck this plane. Right, right. Maybe. Oh, no, actually, wait, wait, wait. I'm glad you said that. Because, no, I actually, I don't know what happened with the, I don't know how they fixed the problem. I don't know if Taffy's experiment helped them in any way. But I do know (laughs) that the plane did get repaired and did fly through the 80s. And oh, wow. that, that plane, because Taffy is so famous, little XM-135, is in a museum now. And you can go <gasps> look at it. That's amazing. Yes. So cool. Uh, so cool. That's really funny. I bet. we. You mentioned like we have, we have like a, a beautiful assortment of UK listeners. Yes, we do. And it seems plausible to me that one of you has a picture of this plane that you took. I don't know that, but it's yeah. plausible. So if you, if you do. Yeah. Send it to us. And like when you were visiting the museum. Doesn't it seem like a place that that our friends would yeah. go to? Yeah, I mean. It's an aviation. I think so. It's an aviation museum. So yeah, I mean, it, even right. if you're not from the UK, if you just went and uh, that's also cool. So if you, if anybody's got a picture of this plane Holy that's not cow. just on Google, we can get a Google one. Right. But maybe maybe right. one of you has one that we can see. So Gosh. everybody lived, Happy. including the plane. Thank God. Thank God. Love Taffy. Love him. Taffy, you know what? It's because Taffy is simultaneously like a Sergey and like a total Carlos, right? Like he is because he took notes. Like he was prepared. He was thoughtful. He was thinking ahead. Like he, he was, he was conscientious while doing something very dangerous. Yeah. And that saved his life and everybody else's lives. And then he just some heroic airmanship, right? He just right, he just right. did did the damn thing. He did it. With and without a parachute. I mean, that's pretty oh my gosh. impressive. I don't even think I said this. It was like double no parachute because there's no parachute in the back of the plane, but also these are fighter jets they have like an eject button right which i don't know if he oh, would right yeah i don't know if he would have done that anyway i just don't know 
Like, would you do that? Yeah. Okay, you're taffy. Go. Are you going to eject if you have the option? I feel like no, because we're just going to. If I'm over water, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be one thing. Yeah. But not not like near a neighborhood. Right. Jeez. Exactly. That's like, no. Yeah. You don't want to torpedoing into someone's house. Right. Right. Yeah. That I I, I could feel that because that's what yeah. I think. Like, but, but anyway, he didn't even have the option to eject anyway because it was just a test so they had the eject locks on or whatever oh my gosh do you do you terrifying do you find these like uh air force or like military type stories interesting oh love them okay cool darling friends if you love them all we're we're doing a lot of like little little different stuff and if you enjoy all that different stuff uh let us know and if you hate it email us Instead of instead of uh, saying that in a review on Apple, <laughs> just email us and tell us because we love you. No, there's going to be. Yeah, this is actually um, we're putting this one out. We're putting them out out of order because our Arrow Peru episode made everybody very sad. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, the stories need to be told. It's very, very difficult. Yeah, it is. It's very difficult. There's no easy way around it. Yeah. And I mean, nobody was like, it's too sad. Like nobody said like, this is too sad. Right. Stop telling sad stories. Like everybody. Right. I mean, we're here for the full range of human experience, I guess. But yeah, but, uh, but we love you all so much and I don't want, yeah, I want you to have happy and yeah, the full range of human experience, just the whole thing, <laughs> including happy stuff. The full experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a happy story. This is a great fucking story. I also Taffy man. I really like Holden, like Taffy Holden, like Holden. That's like one of the names that kind of knocks around in my brain as a name that I'd really like. Because like Holden Caulfield. Yeah. Now we got Taffy Holden. Like yeah, you know, it's a nice name. It's definitely gonna be a household name. Oh, Taffy Holden. I know the um. That would be a really good name for a pet, Taffy. Yeah. That's Taffy, a plus. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I bet there are a lot Laffy of Taffy. British, yeah, Laffy Taffy, banana, <laughs> banana Laffy Taffy, banana Laffy Taffy, <laughs> only banana, only banana. Yeah, but ah, uh, it's so funny. That's well, thanks for sharing that. Yes, that is a story. such a feel good story. Uh, a feel good story, the, the story we need because Taffy is who we need. Yeah, yeah. love Taffy. So Gosh. that's the story. I just can't get the like it's so 1960s out of my head like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is, even the fact that he didn't get fired is, like, so 1960s to me. Just, like, yeah, we're just figuring this shit out. Like, there's a lot changing. We've The world has been through a lot. Right. In this past, like, 50 years. Like, we need to just just, just have some grace. Sometimes you take off in a rocket and it's fine. Ooh, it was fine. Yeah, the no harm, Gosh. no foul thing. I really respect. Yeah, exactly. Really respect no harm, no foul as like a lifestyle. Like we love to see it. Yeah. 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 Like everybody is fine. So and you didn't break yeah. any rules technically. Right. And he is a pilot. Yeah. Bless him. Cool. Love him. Uh, I love you, Mariah. I love you too. I have a fact for us. Oh, I want to hear it. Uh, so this, our lovely fact today is about a Canadian law. Oh. And the law is, and this is actually, I don't know if you know this. I did not know this and came across it this week. And 
laughed because <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but there is a law in Canada that is called the Apology Act, 2009. What? And in this act, they like explain what an apology is. You know, you're saying you're sorry, whatever. It cannot be used as proof of like guilt in any matter of like crime or like uh like lawsuits or anything like that because Canadians default is to say I'm sorry. So they had to make a whole separate law to say like if if a Canadian says I'm sorry that does not mean guilt. That's a At, in any matter in any matter. We it's need very, that law. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good law. That's such a good law. Yeah. We need that law. Well, that's the fact. It's very short. It's very cute. It's very Canadian 2009. Right. It's very good. But that's going to protect so many people. Oh, like that's, so many That's people, a life-changing yeah. law. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't know if Literally. anybody out there has ever... I, I would... Without going into any detail at all... <laughs> I have been involved in things where there was the idea of potentially some kind of legal action. And I would have liked very much to have been just a human being and tell Uh, somebody that I'm sorry this happened, but could not because they said they will use that to say that you, whatever are to blame. and And, but like, it just makes it so you can't even be a human being how unnatural is it not to just say like exactly. oh my gosh guy i'm so sorry like right I don't know. but you're still like innocent in that yeah well right i mean and, and you don't want it to like beef up somebody's like case or whatever because like claim right. right like and not not because i don't know right it's just dehumanizing. No, just because that's the human reaction like let's let's yeah right i don't know and and yeah right Funny. That is a great law. I think we should all yeah. call our reps and ask for that law in America. Everyone says we're yeah. too litigious anyway, so. Right, right. There you go. Call your local councilman and ask for it. I don't even know if a local jurisdiction could. Well, whatever. Someone should. Someone yeah. should try. Certainly should. Buffalo yeah. should. Certainly. One trillion percent. Western New York could benefit from that. The Midwest, yeah. I'd say as a whole, probably. Yeah, I was going to say any like border town. Yeah. Anything that has Canadian influence. I like to think that all of Canada has American influence. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I wonder what my dad will think of this segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Tell us. Tell us. Email us. Yes. Ah. Uh... I like that so fact. That's good news. I'm glad Canada yeah, is doing it. Great doing news. Little Canadian yeah. thing. Yeah. Perfect. We love to see it. <sighs> love it. What a good day. Okay. What a great episode. Ah, oh, thank you. We love. And they're all they're all amazing, but today's was extra jovial. I I'm it. It's the story we needed. Oh yes, and I will say yeah. so. I got this story or part of one of the resources I use for the story is a channel called Paper Skies. 
speaking of Canada, mm-hmm. um, the guy who makes the episodes on that is French Canadian, which means his accent is like, like his accent. Yes. Like, public aviation i can't do accents at all and i never should try love Love his accent like oh my gosh and um so he's got a great channel too it's very informative and his videos are really i i just everything about it i think that like his his style everything is is really really great and uh like our boys uh like bffs of the show uh like aaron and tim make like excellent really informative like detailed stories about uh like stories that might not get a lot of attention right like stories Mm -hmm. like that and and i it's so like i love their channels and there's so so much cool stuff and i would say that uh paper skies i don't know the guy's name but his channel is um like uh more like the historical stuff like he does um, like historical oh, cool. aviation yeah. stories. It's definitely an aviation channel, but it's more about like interesting, you know, lots of stuff from like, it's got stuff from like Vietnam and stuff like that. Like it's, it's yeah. got a lot more crossover with um, kind of like his history and aviation. So it's really cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it's that, on YouTube. Yes. It's on YouTube. Cool, cool. So in the spirit of always plugging the people who are, yeah. who, uh, keep me interested in aviation i don't even know what to say but yeah who go so, before us yes yes who go before us indeed so uh hopefully we're gonna be doing something really cool with tim coming up too so if you don't know who i'm talking yeah. about check out fs mania and mini air crash investigation and now paper skies um and yeah this is not sponsored <laughs> it's just they're our friends no, no. yeah i don't i haven't i don't know the guy who does paper skies but i just think his channel is cool and i wanted to yeah to respect hustle so yeah yeah oh. oh love you guys so so much love you mariah yeah, we do love you too casey uh email us talk to you soon. and we'll talk later Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pod Crashed. We so hope you enjoyed it. If you noticed anything that we got wrong, or if you are better at explaining what afterburner means, uh, you can throw us an email at thepodcrashed at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, if you have anything else that you want to reach out to us about, we would love it. Uh, we are actually looking for folks who were working in aviation on 9-11. So if you had that experience and you'd be open to sharing uh, any of those experiences with us, uh, you might throw us an email or reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from any of you. Uh, We so, so, so hope that you're having a beautiful summer and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.